Welcome to the inaugural edition of Intelligent Investment Today, the podcast where we delve deep into the world of value investment, consider strategies and uncover hidden gems hiding in the stock market along the way. I'm your host, David Coombs, and I'm very glad you could make it. In this series, we aim to take you, the listener, on a journey into the world of value investment, imparting all the skills and principles laid down by the man widely credited with being the father of the craft, the man known to history as Benjamin Graham. For those of you unfamiliar with the name, this was the guy that today's most successful investor and multi-billionaire Warren Buffett credits as both his teacher and mentor. Buffett discovered Graham's book, The Intelligent Investor, at the age of 19, and so moved with what he read, he sought out and took the course led by Graham at Columbia Business School, gaining an A-plus in the process. Buffett went on to use those skills to amass one of the biggest fortunes in history. This podcast aims to be a modern take on that very same course, delivered by Graham back in 1951. Over the series, we shall cover off every principle of value investment as laid down by Graham and consider how it translates into the modern world of investment. As well as the principles and theories, we shall also regularly see value investment in action with real-life analysis into businesses that I find interesting and think offer value opportunities currently. I can't guarantee that everyone will go on to make their fortune on the stock market after following this podcast, but I can guarantee that my A-plus students will vastly increase their chances of success on the stock market. So now you know a little more about the podcast, it is perhaps only good manners to introduce myself and explain how I came to producing this podcast on value investment. My interest in the stock market began at the tender age of eight years old, when my parents purchased a very small allocation of stock for me in a water company here in the UK. This at first might seem an unusual thing to have done, certainly considering my parents are not wealthy, but back in the late 1980s, our Prime Minister Margaret Thatcher was very keen to promote stock market participation and a huge advertising campaign was launched to encourage people who had never held stocks before to invest small amounts in businesses that were then being sold off by the government. These were businesses like water, gas, telecom or electrical utility companies. This proved to be wildly popular and due to the very small amounts that people could invest, it gave everyday people the chance to participate. My father is not a rich man but financially quite astute and so he decided to buy a small allocation for himself and also separately for me. Although I could not legally own the shares, my name was included on the stock certificate as a beneficiary. This I thought was super cool, especially when it's explained to me that this made me an actual owner of the business. The fact that it amounted to only a couple hundred pounds was neither here or there. I was now a businessman, in my own mind at least. I remember checking out the stock price hourly in order to calculate my current net worth and I really started to get into this stock market thing in a big way. I can even recall purchasing the Financial Times at the age of around 10, although if I'm being honest I didn't really understand a word of it. But I did think it looked pretty cool carrying it around, although I now realise it is about the single most least cool thing you could do as a 10 year old. The important thing was that the stock did well and my net worth continued to rise. This only encouraged my father to take part in more of the government's privatisations, and over the next few years, along with my water company, I was soon part owner in the national telecom provider, BT. Also a railway operator and an electrical company. 
I must stress that my total holdings barely amounted to £1,000, but I thought £1,000 was pretty good for a 12-year-old. So that was my introduction into the world of the stock market, and I have to say I've been pretty much obsessed with it ever since. So why, out of all the strategies to make money on the stock market, have I parked my lot in with value investing? Two words, bitter experience. Let me explain. Up until the age of 18, I'd experienced nothing but success with my investments, and it must be said that I can claim no credit for their selection. So, as you can imagine, once I had a job and had money of my own to invest, I couldn't wait to get that money working for me. The problem was one of timing. This was now the late 1990s, and anyone over the age of about 40 will know exactly what that means. We suddenly had technology companies, especially those connected with the birth of the internet, doing rather well. Rather well is in fact a massive understatement. Many businesses that had any link, however tenuous, with the internet were seeing share prices double and then double again, sometimes in the space of just a few months. All because people were getting rightfully excited about how this internet thing was going to change the way we live and do business. As an older teenager at this point, with no training or real understanding of how the stock market worked, it was too much to expect that I wouldn't fall headfirst into this bubble. We didn't have the term FOMO or fear of missing out back then, but why would anyone invest in boring blue chip companies when you could invest in a tech business that could quadruple your money in six months or less? The result, of course, was a foregone conclusion. I didn't quite lose everything I'd built up to that point, but it wasn't far off from that. It was a depressing moment, but as often is the case in life, while it wasn't immediately apparent, it proved to be a blessing in disguise. Stocks were far too big a part of my life to abandon investing altogether, despite the bitter experience. I had been taught a valuable lesson, and at exactly the right part of my career, when I had not a great deal to lose. So I decided that I wouldn't be caught out like this again, and to continue investing only when I was confident I knew exactly what I was doing. This led me to read all I could find on the stock market, and its history. Inevitably, this led me to develop an obsession with the guy who seemed never to get caught out by the sort of bubble or mania like I had. That man is Warren Buffett. I learned all about Buffett's mentor, Benjamin Graham, and came to the conclusion that if you want to invest like Buffett, you surely need the same tutor, right? Hence, I wanted to read everything Benjamin Graham had written. It came as a surprise I did not need to visit antiquarian bookshops to find his main works, despite the fact they were written a very long time ago. The Intelligent Investor and his other book, Security Analysis, have never been out of print despite being first published in 1949 and 1934, respectively. The Intelligent Investor immediately made a whole lot of sense. It really was like that eureka moment. What he has to say in that book seems so obvious and so simple that it seems difficult at first to believe it can be that easy. But it really can be. And it is the framework that I've been investing by ever since. I've managed to make a very comfortable living from following what I learned from that book, amassing a multi-million dollar stock portfolio along the way. And if a blue-collar guy like me can do it, then so can each one of you. That's right, I'm not by trade one of these financial guys. I'm in fact an engineer. But the framework laid down by Graham has given me financial freedom at a relatively young age. A career in finance or in managing other people's money may well have proven financially lucrative based on the results I have achieved, but for me, that's not what investing is all about. Managing my own portfolio, 
has given me all the money I will ever need without the responsibility of managing money for others. It also means I have plenty of free time to indulge my other passions, including letter writing for the Financial Times, often concerning matters to do with value investment. Please do check them out. I also enjoy teaching classes on value investment. In short, my investment success has allowed me to do only the things that I enjoy doing. Value investment has given me so much joy over the years and has been good to me. I've created this podcast in hope that value investment will be just as good to some of you. My aim is to give each and every one of you the tools you need to become a successful value investor. This will be achieved by keeping things as simple as possible. I'm aware that the listenership is likely to be a broad church, ranging from those completely new to investment to experienced investors who maybe just want to reacquaint themselves with the principles of value investment. This means that sometimes I will need to explain things that to some of you might seem obvious, but I believe that overall there will be enough interesting content for all. But I also feel I must prepare you for the worst, for not all of you will succeed. This, I know, is not what people promoting their podcasts like to admit, but it is the truth. While I can deliver the lessons and examples you will need to be successful, Value investment is in such a large part down to an individual's character and behaviours that I cannot guarantee results. What exactly do I mean by this? Well, we will discover in upcoming episodes that patience is the biggest virtue in value investment, and not everybody is naturally blessed on this score. We'll also find out why most people struggle to contain their emotions when they are riding the roller coaster that is the stock market. You should find that value investment is very simple to understand, but this does not mean it is always easy to execute successfully. We will discuss all the emotional hurdles that prevent people from making a success from the art. Now, a key part of the podcast for me is that we all have the opportunity to engage with one another and become something of a community of value investment students. So in the future, you will have the opportunity to become official Intelligent Investment Today members. This will include the usual things like ad-free listening, early access to content, but also exclusive shows only available to subscribers. As well as this, members will be given the opportunity to show their love for the channel by buying some trendy merch, all designed by yours truly. That is it for today's introductory podcast. Hopefully you've learned a little more about me and what we have in store for you over the coming weeks. Please do subscribe so that you don't miss a single episode. And please do spread the word to any wannabe Warren Buffetts out there that there is a new show in town. Until next time, this is David Coombs, signing off for now.